1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we get set to welcome back the top flight after last weekend's cup drama Sean Maloney says he's disappointed in the lack of time he was given at Hibs Mark McGee explains why he's going cold and hungry in the build-up to Saturday's huge relegation clash And David Martindale struggling with his manager of the year picks Because there's still so much to be won and lost I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight you've got Marvin Bartley and Gordon DL Gordon it's been a busy old week And that's just going to crank up when we welcome back the top flight yeah, this weekend We're now focusing on domestic football again Gordon Obviously Saturday and Sunday Very important games up and down the country Uh you know, the bottom six kick off in Saturday Rangers at Fur Park against Motherwell, 12 o'clock. But before that, we have got a massive game tomorrow night at Rugby Park, nearly sold out against our brother Dick Campbell. You're talking mm. managers of the year, he will come up in that list. Mm. What a game in store at Rugby Park tomorrow! But I will say to the Commando fans, Kamarak and Fridays don't go. Yeah, you're bored of them on Friday nights. You yes. feel the performances are not good Do when, not they, when go. they go on I'm the worried box about on, them. A, on a Friday night. Uh, Marvin, it's been quite the week. We've had managerial sackings. We've had VAR. We're digesting all the cup drama. It's been, it's been busy as yeah. always. Yeah, it's all been happening, hasn't it? Like you said, um, you know, obviously the the main one for me was kind of the Sean Maloney stuff. Obviously, being you know a Hibs fan myself, um, I, I was shocked. Um, I have to be honest. I, I was shocked by it. I was probably upset for him. Um, but you know it, it's one of those things in football now you know you have to kind of hit the ground running he didn't do so um, you know he's a young manager who come back again but yeah as I said I, I was shocked by the decision but you know it's time to move on now for the club 01419511025 that is the number you need how do you feel by the way because usually your, your Thursday mm. sparring partner Mark Wilson's not here you're going to have to put up with a guy that you can't even remember his name <laughs> the last time he was on NB I'm you, calling you him called him Martin <laughs> I'm just calling him NB so... tonight it's I've got to say right but while he was speaking there I was eyeing him up and down a little bit the trainers that he's got on are sensational I don't know I don't know if I could get away with them I'm Gordon. thinking not to be honest do you not think so <laughs> nah. ah, they're sincere they're a bit big for me but they're sensational <laughs> so you're happy with your company tonight I'm the I, I am absolutely delighted it'll be fun at 7 o'clock when the two is uh, go head to head here to see who plays and are, are, you, are you up for the challenge because look you've had to ease your way in here all these gentle Wednesday shifts nice and easy Thursdays are different yeah. Thursdays yeah. are chaos but I'm ready for it are you saying I'm stepping uh, can, up in quality can, now can, no more like can you embrace the madness <laughs> okay yeah I was embracing madness are you funny you would I be really funny on a Thursday a, a it, needs to be, club. it needs to be a bit more chaotic on a Thursday <laughs> I'm sure I'll be alright well get down his logo just <laughs> Just do it We'll manage <laughs> 01419511025 That is the number you need to get in touch So let's hear from you You can of course tweet At Clyde SSB um, Unusually It's been a bit of a quiet day For Glasgow's big two You know I think everyone's getting over uh, The weekend one way or another We're waiting to hear from Your managers tomorrow To start the, the head count I guess To see who came through the cup And how they Line up on the big return to the Premiership But some very interesting stuff out there today Mark McGee going cold and hungry Anyone get any thoughts uh, on that one? Gordon DL certainly never went hungry uh, when he Never was a went player. cold either um, I'm definitely, I said it last night and didn't get round to it I'll definitely look at the Hibs situation with Marvin Since he's a passionate uh, Hibs man as well And whatever else is out there on the phones You pick them up and let us know 01419511025 
1025 You're looking forward to the, ret- the return of the league You know from the outside people would say Ah you know Livingston you've not got a great deal to play for But I'm sure you would argue with that Yeah I would Some bonus money That's definitely one <laughs> thing You know the higher we finish the more money you get But no on a serious note um, You know want to end the season uh, in, in a good style And you know if we can finish 7th in the league Then that's that would be ideal um, Obviously with the cards we've kind of been dealt Want to be top six. We've got the disappointment of that. It's out of the way now. We've trained well this week and, you know, head up to Aberdeen, um, you know, start there and then obviously Hibs after that. So it's a, it's a massive start for us. What we can't afford to do, you know, is lose the first two games and get dragged into, you know, relegation playoff battle. Did you like that? See, a wee joke. Mm. He's getting into the swing of things on a Thursday already. <laughs> He's excellent. Um, a joke I'm, about the bonus. Uh, I'm delighted funny with line this guy. This could be a new Thursday night. Keep him, <laughs> keep him in Chicago. He'll be listening road. in Chicago. He will Devastated. be. He will be. So make sure you're funny. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm always funny. Yeah, you've got to make bet. sure you're funny. I'm throwing up my game. 0141951125. Let's just open the phones and see what's out there tonight. Craig is a Motherwell fan, a man of great taste from Wishaw. What's your point tonight, Craig? Evening, gents. Um, it's just to touch on the point from last night you were talking about with VAR. I can totally understand all the uproar, um, with, certainly with how it's been implemented down south, but I just wondered what the panel's take on it was, if it was actually brought in with how it was intended. Now, what I mean by that is it kind of feels as if the English FA are looking for this perfect version of football, um, where in actual fact it was brought in to help aid the clear and obvious decisions that were being missed. And I think, from my perspective, I think it would definitely benefit the game if that was how it was going to come across and it wasn't going to take 10 minutes to decide whether an armpit here was offside or not. Um, I understand Gordon's point that he made last night about if you're offside, you're offside, and that's fine. But again, it was supposed to be brought in to help these clear and obvious decisions. So I just wondered what the panel's take on that was. Yeah, Marvin, you are obviously still involved in the game. Livy, like pretty much all the clubs... As a, as a club, you know, voted in favour of it. We've speculated this many times. What, what's your kind of latest thoughts, given that it's now official, if you like? Yeah, I, th- I think it will definitely help. You know, I've spoken about it before, like you said, and, you know, anything to help the referees um, and, and kind of improve our game, um, you know, I think can only be a positive. I, I agree with Craig, though. It's, it's the time it takes, you know, to, to make these decisions. Um, but, you know, you saw the start in England, you know, when it came in, they were... They weren't that reluctant to, you know, make decisions and, and help referees. I think they're getting more reluctant, you know, by the week, you know, by the month, because I don't think that they want to make people think that referees are making wrong decisions. You know, if you constantly saying, I'll oh, go and look at this, go and look at that, it's almost like the referee's not doing his job out there. So it's about getting the right balance for me. But, you know, I think we, we can use all the help we can get. And without giving all the secrets away, how did that work just at Livy? I'm wondering what the process is like at the other clubs. We had a, f- a fan on last night complaining that there was a lack of fan consultation, saying, well, you know, why were, were more fans? Were you asked about it? Was the manager asked about it? How does the club as a whole make that decision, or is that just taken at sort of boardroom level? No, I think the club actually asked the fans, you know, what they wanted. Yep. Um, you know, at the end of the day, because when you come to watch games, you don't want VAR taking three minutes. It's about, you know, clubs coming in, they pay, uh, sorry, fans coming in and paying their money to, to watch football teams. So, you know, the fans actually voted for it, and then the club went with that. Um, you know, it was as simple as that. You know, they spoke to the players as well, but it was, it was fan-driven for us, and, you know, it's about fan experience when you come to football matches. How do you feel as a staff about it? Um, I, I'm happy if I'm honest you know if I was a player I wouldn't be so happy yeah. because you know it's to get away with one or two things but uh, no listen as a as an assistant manager I'll be happy for it and you know I wish we had it against mm. St Johnson away a few weeks ago 
I thought he'd go over that one no, as well. No, never. no. At the beginning of the show, to, he says, "You know, we lost out in the top six. I'm over it." Five minutes into the program, <laughs> I love the VR at St. Johnson, but He's I a agree. Better I, man, I, understandably, I, to be fair. Yeah, I think it's getting better. Obviously, it's improving. Uh, his teething problems. It's never got to be a hundred percent accurate, Gordon. We all know that. But I totally agree with Craig. I totally agree with my my, my fellow c- colleague standing Martin. next to me. Yeah, try work out your name. <laughs> um, that it is too long, especially for the fans. And the game's all about the fans. I think that's got better. I mean, you watch games now. Has it changed? It it has got better. There's no doubt about it. It has got better. Um, you know, I think you know Germany's a, a country to use as an example. They're really good at it. And it's really fast. And you know, we saw in the Euros as well the standard went up. And I think England has taken heed from that. So now theirs has improved, but it was definitely too long at the start. You know, you're getting bored. Two and a half minutes, three mm. minutes to make a decision. Like you say, the offside ones that you can't tell, then then give it to the attacking yeah. team. Uh, Craig, you, you used one of the most infuriating phrases involved, didn't you, about clear and obvious? Because you're right, that, that was the idea. And that sounds good on paper, but like everything else, football fans will argue about everything. So what Marvin thinks is clear and obvious, I might not. And you might agree with one of us and, and Gordon might be on the other side. So that doesn't... That hasn't really cleared anything up, has it? When when we keep using that phrase or we keep hearing it. No, I, and I feel like I mean I'm an avid fan of watching things like Soccer Saturday and BT Score and all those types of programs. And the referees that go into those panels, they use that phrase all the time. I just feel as a fan, if something looks clear and obvious, then surely there's a decision to be made. Whereas if you're drawing lines because of toenails and armpit hairs, as I said earlier, it just feels like. You're then getting into the, the perfection of the game, which is never going to exist. Um, and as you quite rightly said, it's, it is all about the fans. You want to be off your seat as soon as, a, as, as, soon as your team score. Um, and if there's a clear and obvious error made, then call it absolutely. But if it's taken five and ten minutes, it should never be a decision to be made in the first place. And that then brings, the, brings on the debate that everybody loves. There's always going to be that, um, in my opinion. But yeah, that, that's kind of where my head's at. I think it's, it's going to be a benefit once it, it kind of beds in and we get to that stage. But I just hope we take some learnings off of the other countries that have implemented it and had it in place for a long enough time and don't try and find a feat ourselves. Yeah, I mean, Craig obviously is going to be, you know, for Park, you employed at the Tony Macaroni. It will be interesting to see what the match day experience is like. I mean, the majority of the stadia in the English Premier League have got the big fancy screens. We maybe not quite as, as blessed. <laughs> Watching it on my phone. Um, <laughs> so, w- whether that's a small point or, or whether that is something that needs to be ironed out, I'm not really sure at this stage. Yeah, I can't see us getting a screen for the for the fans to see it, unfortunately. So, yeah, like you said, you want it to be as as quick as possible. One thing that I hope you know we don't do is is when the you know the assistant referee sees it, someone is clearly off. So I put your flag up. Don't let it play on in case it goes in the back of the net and then to go to VAR. That for me is pointless. But yeah, in, in regard to the fan experience, you know, they won't be watching any screens. So I'll be giving them a thumbs up or a thumbs down <laughs> once I know. Does it not sort of have to be that way with the offsides though for the... No, to, just to try no, and... it doesn't. Because it's, as an assistant referee, I think they're getting lazy. They can actually sit, make the decision. You know, a bit of human error, that's absolutely... Make the decision, put your flag up. Some of them are yeah, two, you, you three yards offside. You can't then really afford to get that wrong though, can you? And then the... The, the, you know, the, the player stops, doesn't stick the ball in the back of the net. But I mean, if you can clearly see it, some of them you see, mm. you know, for the naked eye. If you can't see that's offside, then you're probably in the wrong job. I've heard this guy gives fourth officials a nightmare you, on the touchline. <sighs> I've just got a suspension actually today. Did you? We'll speak about that later. Is this exclusive? Is this breaking exclusive <laughs> oh, news? Bad did you week, actually? Man, yeah, I did. How long? Just one game. For the aftermath of. 
St. St. Johnson. Johnson, yeah. So they said it's at the lowest of the low in regard to getting because you know it should have been they wanted me to get two, um, but they given me one and one suspended because you know a you bit thought of you were getting off for that as well. Oh, a bit of passion in the game, I thought was okay. But one thing I will be doing now is um, I'll be watching a lot of games and you know when, if I see anybody swearing, then I'll be sending that to the compliance. Well, yeah. He's a grass now as well. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. I've only worked out once with him and tonight. 15 and minutes in, you get a real flavour of this unbelievable. guy. Unbelievable. I wouldn't like to rob a bank. That's good. <laughs> uh, by the way, here's DL's address, postcode, and uh, telephone number. You'd want to go and speak to this guy. Incredible, honestly. Uh, well, we will touch on that more later. Craig, some interesting stuff. Thanks for taking the time tonight. That was Craig and Wisher. Uh, what about John in the East End? What's your take on all this debate that's raging on, John? Uh, hi, Gordon. Gordon and Marvin. Hello. Um, um, my thing about this sort of VR, I've been trying to get through for a couple of nights, but it's how pernickety it's going to be. I think the last guy said, and I'm not sure if uh, Gordon and Marvin said it as well, about is it going to be like the way it is in England, where the guy's toenail is going to put him offside, whereas in sort of continental Europe, when they play with the VAR, it's pretty much, I mean, your leg is your offside or your head or whatever. Um, it was just to see how sort of pernickety it is And then I had another point I was going to ask as well Yeah, uh, I mean, it's difficult to know for sure, Marvin like, Didn't in England at the start of this year They spoke about widening the lines <laughs> to, to, to make it yeah. you know, a bit less pernickety That's always going to be a delicate balance Because ultimately it's the only Objective part of this Where you are either offside or you're not Now I, I'm the same as everyone It's very annoying when you're talking about Toenails or shin pads or whatever but ultimately, they're just trying to establish whether you are or you're not. You know, whereas if it's a tackle or whatever else, you know, a penalty, a red card, then that's just subjective. That's yeah. just one man's opinion, and and that's that's all really there is to it. So, so I guess it's about finding that balance between getting it right because there is a fact there. Yeah, and you're yeah, not taking the mic with it. Yeah, no, exactly. And and you know, as John said, there it, it does get annoying when you're talking about the lines. But like you said, that they are the rules. So it's the wording that I, I imagine the Scottish FA put into it uh, for next year. Um, I want to see. Listen, if it's absolutely obvious and you can tell to the eye somebody's offside, then that's fair. But as John said, when you start drawing the lines and it's literally a millimeter, mm. no, that's not what football's about. It really isn't. Um, Has that been the most? What's been the most frustrating part about it for you? Then, what's the bit that you're Worried most about if that's. Um, I'm not worried about that. I think I think you've got to set that in stone. Look, I totally understand about toenails. In my day, I'd have still scored a lot of goals with my nose if that was the case. Uh, <laughs> um, Offside from kick off. Kick off <laughs> from the warm up uh, entering the stadium, but um, it's it, you've got to have that in black and white for me. I think it's good. I think it's good for a referee. I get back to the first caller. Okay, I think the timing got it. I think um, supporters, it's all about supporters. You don't want to be in there standing too. And plus, if, I, if they're at Livingston, for instance, and other grounds, I will say, they won't know what the decision is because the screen's usually... When we're sitting in the TV watching it in England, you can see everything. The information you're getting is brilliant. You ain't getting that in the stadium. And you're standing there for two and a half minutes, three yeah. minutes, wondering what's mm. going on. That's my concern. If it goes quicker, yeah. it's better. Well, that, that is the fear, isn't it, Marvin? People, sceptics... Opponents of this feel that this is being done for TV Rather than for people who actually go and pay money and get into football grounds Yeah, it's definitely going to benef- benefit the people watching from home Because like you said, they'll be able to see the lines and, and the people in the majority of the stadiums, you know, in Scottish Premier League anyway 
won't be able to. So you'd have to say it's being done for that. But it's also being done, obviously, they want the integrity of the game. They want it to be, you know, 100% in terms of the offsides, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, yes, we're bringing it in, but it's just it's just how we use it. You know, it's one thing having it, it's another thing how you use it. And like you say, England, for me, at the start, weren't using it correctly. And I think we can, you know, rather than learning from them, let's learn from other European countries. What was the other point, John? Was it along those lines? Um, no, it was just, uh, obviously, because of the VAR, there's kind of a shake-up on Scottish football and stuff like that. And I was just, it was an idea, it's not so much, not my idea, but of a change to bring it into Scottish football would be, like, stopping the clock type thing. Because one of the things that annoys me more than anything in football is time-wasting. And certain teams do it. You no, know, some teams do it in the first half, my God. Livingston. But, <laughs> um, but as a, like bringing in not maybe not as, a, as extreme likes of NBA basketball and stuff, but see when the ball goes out of play, why doesn't it just stop a clock? Yeah, do you know what? Sometimes, nah. for what it's worth, Scotland couldn't just do that independently. You know, you need to be in line with the, the sort of rules of football. Um, I've often it would be huge and it would be so different. I've often wondered if football would go down that road. Not because I think it's a great idea, but you can you can at least see the explanation behind it. I, I can't remember the exact minutes on average that the ball's in play. It's not a lot. Though. No, that's, it's, that's, it's not that, a lot at all. That's the, that's the fear from yeah, from John. But look how long the games will be. It's right for a fan sitting out there mm. watching it. Imagine how long the players are going to be out there for. That's not for me at all. Especially when you play against like Celtic or Rangers. Ninety minutes of that ball actually having to be on the pitch. John's a Celtic fan. Oh that's yeah, the point. so it's right for you, John. Yeah, good one, pal. Um, I can get it, Gordon. It would then. You know, at least then every football match has the ball in play for the same length yeah. of time, and then the, the, all things are equal in that regard. Yeah, because you've got some grounds here. Well, you've, you've, you've got some grounds here that have got the like Celtic Ibrox. You know, the multi-ball system. So the balls are constantly getting chucked on. Yeah. At, at Hamilton Ackies, you can put it in Sainsbury's if you want, <laughs> yeah. and it takes five you minutes to, the, the and get it, to come back on. No, I, I'm a wee bit with Marvin here. I think that uh, that would be too long a game to stop me. The referee always points to his watch. Telling everybody he's adding on time, but I I agree with him. No, I don't think I don't think we're ever going to get it down just that feels road. Feels like almost too big a change, doesn't no. it? I mean, yeah, football's a, look, we forget how brilliant and popular football is. Yeah, and you've just I guess got to trying be careful to change with too it. much. Yeah, exactly. Trying Thinking. to change too much. No, that 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 one there. Again, I've, I've retired. So if they bring it in, listen. Good luck to the players, but that's not something that I want to see. John, I'll keep, I'll keep at them. We'll try and wear them down for next time. Thank you for getting in touch. That was John in the East End. I tell you what, the imaginations are running wild. But this isn't even necessarily a bad idea. Just the scope for this to go wrong in Scottish football, right? From uh, Tinky Boy says. Gordon, please ask the panel this idea I have. When you go into the ground, you sign up to a phone app and they send uh, to your mobile what's happening. Then you don't need the big screens. I think it could be done easily. Uh, I think you can set that up Hugh's got a Nokia though Hugh Keyes yeah. So yeah, that'd be a Somebody'd need to tell him And you know what'll start happening Clubs will start charging you Like three quid to have it as well And just be Yeah run right And it's then the system idea, would get right? hacked And they would be getting video, Other videos And, and I've not got unli- Unlimited Data, data <laughs> this guy's, He's the only guy I know That's still on one gig a month oh, He's turn your hotspot on <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is <laughs> He'd need to tell me In a break <laughs> What's I don't even want you to speculate about what that is. Believe me, that could get us in a, a lot of trouble. 0141951025. Uh, you are more than welcome to keep those thoughts coming. Here's one for you as well. Maybe a bit of a, a hypothetical, if you like. We'll hear from Marvin's gaffer in a second because he says he's finding it near impossible to pick his manager of the year. 
Understandable Because how many different scenarios Could play out Ange Postacoglu might win the league Giovanni Van Bronckhorst might win the league Dick Campbell might win the championship He might not And, and so on and so forth I wonder what your Hypotheticals are at this point who, who Who's in the equation What needs to happen Give us your early Your earliest thoughts On manager of the year We'll hear from David Martindale And hopefully hear from you next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Gordon Diel are here. It's 0141-951-1025 on the phones or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Uh, let's hear a bit from Marvin's gaffer just when you thought <laughs> you, you get away from him <laughs> for the day. I'm going to do this to you. Um, and I want your thoughts on this out there on the phones. He says he's found it near impossible To pick his manager of the year He says there are just so many different scenarios That could play out before the end of the season That could change his mind What do you think? I think it's far too early in the season How can you come across So you're debating it in your own head You're debating it on your own head And this was before the semi-final at Hampton If Ange wins the Scottish Cup And I'm talking pre-semi-final If Ange, because you're asking your votes have got to be in And this is the debate I had in my head And it's the debate I had in the telephone if Ange wins the Scottish Cup in the, the Premier League and he's won the treble. League Cup, it's a treble. It's a bit of a no-brainer. If Dick Campbell takes a broth to the Premier League, I think it's a no-brainer. If Gio goes on and wins maybe the Premier League, the Scottish Cup, and takes Rangers to a European Cup final, I think that's a no-brainer. But you're getting asked to vote before all these scenarios. Um, and then you're looking, like, let's say the three scenarios never happened or they never quite transpired the way you thought they were going to be and you've got Malky at Ross County and takes Ross County to Europe then my vote changes To defend our esteemed colleague Fraser Wishart from PFA mm. Scotland like this is the same every year we have mm. this issue, problem, debate every year it is difficult nowhere I don't think really waits until the very end of the season to, to ask people to vote but it seems like particularly this season on the manager's front your man knows his stuff Marvin because it's it's just so much just hanging right there in the balance at the moment. Yeah, it's extremely difficult. I don't think any year is foregone conclusion. I think we have the same debate, you know, same with the player of the year. It's it's so, yeah. so difficult. Um, you know, but it's the way we've, we've done it. It's the way we do it. Um, so until it changes, you know, kind of have to just get on with it. But no, I, I agree with the gaffer. It's a, it's a tough, tough decision. Do you tell you who he went for? He didn't. Do you know? No. That's a no-brainer. Who? I, d- I just, I he don't just know. He kept saying no brainer. I'll um, tell you another one I'm going to add into the mix. What happens if Robbie Nielsen wins the Scottish yeah, Cup? That's who I'd written down, Robbie Nielsen. Yeah. Oh, or what happens if he doesn't? Anyway, He's, yeah, third, third place in a cup final. Could mm. Hearts do any better than that? Yeah, but I, I, I think I think if he's any chance, because you look at Postacoglu, you look at what's uh, Van Bronckhorst in Europe, mm-hmm. um, Dick Avocat. He's let me tell you just before he's him, no chance. He, he's not in the running. He's getting no chance. <laughs> right, Dick Campbell, uh that massive game tomorrow night. What a season they've had. Malky Mackay, Ross mm. County came mm. from nowhere. I, I totally agree with you. I think I think if you sat down and thought, right, Poster Cogley wins that tri- treble, tick the box, there you go. You're now looking at Rangers in the semi final, Scottish Cup. You could take that box. I, I, I totally agree. Hard one. I don't. Yeah. I, do you know? I don't even. I'm glad I've not got a vote here. Um, right. Let's let's see what Stephen in here thinks. It is difficult, Stephen. What what would be the sort of hypotheticals at the moment? How he's doing? Good. Thank um, you. Well, 
if I've got my Celtic hat on, obviously with the job, post the Coglu's done, if he'd done a double, that'd be a no-brainer. But to me, if, if Dick Campbell, if he wins that league, that eclipses that, because that's, that's Leicester City stuff. Like, that's above that. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. I actually, I actually want to see him win that league for the reason being I don't like plastic pitches so that's a wee dig at Marvin there <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, it's not, don't worry he's, he's not the groundsman or anything um, no, no. yeah well, how do you I mean even are both finishing second in getting into the playoffs what's that the equivalent of happening in the the top flight I mean is that would that be like probably you can't even make a comparison but I don't know Dundee finishing third something like that if yeah. Dundee were to finish third say in the Premiership the Dundee manager would be in the running Yeah. so is he still in the running if it was second place and into the playoffs yeah I think he has to be you know 100% because he's been he, there all season as yeah well, exactly he? they've been fantastic all season like I say a part time team you know and, and Dick doing what he's doing uh, there is is unbelievable to be honest you know and like you said a huge huge game tomorrow so he has to be in the running regardless of how this season you know ends for, for our bro for himself he has to be in the running um, most definitely but I, still you know painting to say it because he's at hearts but Robbie for me that job getting promoted from the championship and then taking a team to third mm. in the Premier League and now a cup final but a semi-final yeah. when the votes went in that's remarkable by the way yeah because I always think you know versus your own sort of Expectations mm-hmm. th- That's always a good way of doing it You know If someone can punch Way above their weight Fine Or both But you, you, you know You're looking at It's always going to be Celtic or Rangers That win the league And we yeah. fa- we sometimes fall into the trap Of saying that Whoever wins the league Sort of ends up Getting manager of the year So Hearts have done is, is that the equivalent of that You know Being best of the rest And getting to a cup final Yeah Can you do much more I, I get that people would say Yeah Go on and win the cup But mm. Yeah, I don't think they can. I, honestly, I don't think, you know, if you're an Honest Hearts fan, you could have expected the season that they're having now um, because, you know, Robbie's, as I said, he, he's done fantastically well. And I think it's about a year ago, they wanted him out. You know, when they were just, you know, getting towards the end of the championship season, the fans weren't having him at all. So, no, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant to do, you know, what he's done so far. And, you know, cemented third place. They got, is it European football guaranteed now? I think they're going to the last... Until Christmas, yeah. Yeah, last qualifier of the Europa. If not, they, they fall down one, so... For me, um, as I said, it pains me to but say it. But see, when you flip over, Gordon, I'm going to make a case here. You're right. Rangers and Celtic managers, if they win the league, they get the, the headlines, right? But I'll flip this year, and it's a special year for Celtic for me. I looked at them in pre-season last season, and I'm thinking, they'll be lucky to finish in the top three. They won't win anything. They've absolutely no chance. They've got a new manager that already Celtic fans have doubted. Nobody knows about him. He's come into this country, never brought any staff with him, went with the staff that was there. What a rem- if he wins a league in the cup, that is mm. a remarkable right, okay. achievement. Um, and by the way, Marvin, just because you two are getting to know each other, see when he says that you know no one knew anything about Ange Postecoglou. You know a, this, a, a, quick, a quick story. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Except those two were teammates in Australia, and he couldn't even remember it. Well, <laughs> I was a bit above him. You know, he's, he's, he's done. O- he's done okay for his yeah. <laughs> Didn't he talk to me now? Uh, Stephen, your own manager, Ange Postecoglou. You said that then. If that goes the other way, if Rangers. Produce the comeback And he falls short in the league he, Is he out of the equation? If they produce what? Say that again If Rangers come back And win the league Is Ange Postacoglu Out of your equation For manager of the year? Absolutely um, the, the news to me it, it takes a lot for me to say this Because obviously I'm a bit biased But I try to be as fair as I Possibly can on here um, Dick wins it if, he's, if he wins the league He wins it hands down just because of budgets for me, Gordon, uh, I, I'd go Dick, definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, and but that's the problem your manager is outlining. They have to vote before that. Easy yeah. for us mm. to say, but you have to pick now or last week or whatever it was. That is extremely tough. Yeah, no. Again, what Dick's doing is remarkable, and just because I've said Robbie, it doesn't mean that I'm playing down anything mm. that he's done. I think it's it is that tight that you know both of them for me. But I just think when you do it in the top flight. Um, you know, I think it's a, that, that much harder to do it. I really, really do. And like you said, they're punching well above their weight, as as is Dick. But still, you know, I know our brush players are part time, but they'd be getting paid all right, mm. you know, from the club and, and from their jobs. If you look mm. at their actual wages that the players are getting, it wouldn't be far off, you know, what the full time. It might be more than some full time boys, and that's think why. So? Yeah, yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah, worse than that way. Yeah, yeah, because that's why some of them stay part time. Yeah, because you can't afford to go mm. full time. Yeah. yeah, but our broth are not one of these. They're not even one of these massive part time clubs, though, are they? You know, you. Met, you look at some of the other teams down, even in the league below, they're sort of notorious big pairs for, for part-time. Mm. I've never really heard they're both mentioned in yeah, those circles. I, I, I think they'll be okay and they'll be yeah. in a decent wee bonus mm. scheme and a lot of players, that's why they can get a bit of quality in because there's a lot of players that... But mm. Marvin's right. Yeah, a lot of players there that go, I'm working, I've got a steady job, I'm not giving that up for full time, and I'm earning good mm. money doing something I love. So, yeah, I've been through So you're, you're going for Robbie Nelson? Yeah, I, I I like a man that doesn't sit in the fence really. To. to be fair, the thing is, his situation is at least a bit more secure, isn't it? I mean, yeah, mm. he can either win or lose the cup final, which of course would change it. Yeah, but he's got to the final and he's third, yeah. guaranteed. So there's maybe not the same uh, same <clears throat> sort of change potentially there for for his situation. Uh, all right, Stephen's given us a few um, scenarios. What about William? On the line, William. The whole point is they have to they have to pick already, so it's it's one of those things. But how do you feel about the situation hypothetically at the moment? Hello, uh, Gordon, Marvin, and Gordon. Yeah, obviously I'm a Rangers man. If Giovanni Brambonkers right guides Rangers to the Europa League, that he's not just a manager of the year; he's a manager of the century in my eyes because the financial disparity between. Clubs in our league and the rest of Europe is unbelievable. If Hans Dunn, that'd be the biggest result in Scottish football history, Hans Dunn. Doesn't it? Forget the league, Scottish Cup, League Cup, nothing will ever, ever beat that. Oh, there's no doubt it would be some achievement. Fraser Wishart's now definitely <laughs> shouting at the radio because you, you can't wait to find out if he gets in the Europa League final. Unfortunately, so we're going to have to we have to prepare ourselves oh, for this. Oh, wow. It can happen. Um, I mean, we're we're we a couple of weeks away yet from from finding that out. So it's just it's not going to be able to be taken into account. It would be some achievement, obviously. Yeah, a, a massive, massive achievement. Because you talk about budgets, you know, and Hearts doing what they've done in, in the Premier League, but, you know, Rangers' budget compared to some of the teams that entered that competition with them, um, you know, it's it's a brilliant achievement. Like you said, if they can get to the final of that, um, and, you know, even imagine they went on to win it. Imagine you go on to win it, you don't get manager of the year. And you... <laughs> Dick Campbell gets it for finishing second in the championship. Um, yeah, like that's that's just the, the, it's not worth thinking about. The, that, is the it? It's it a very it's a very hard one to call. <laughs> talk, but talk about how delicate it is, though. And this is where you've got to give a bit of sympathy. Williams on wants to give Giovanni Van Bronckhurst manager of the century, the freedom of Glasgow, the next prime minister, and all the rest of it. A couple of weeks ago, he's getting dogs abuse on this show yeah. for various things. That's. That's what happens at this stage of the, the and, season. And, and on top of that, he's in the Scottish Cup final. Um, mm. I, 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 I would never want to be Fraser Wisher. I was going to say, for one minute, I wouldn't like to be Fraser. I'd just, never, ge- just generally gen- speaking, yeah. No, no, especially looking like that. Sorry, um, Fraser. But I think it is a very difficult, I think it's a very difficult vote this season. I, I, I think every one of them 
could be worthy winners No doubt I wouldn't have a problem If I was sitting there As a week Sunday Looking good And they read out the winner <laughs> And it was any of those guys I'm delighted with that I've just got real visions of you In an ill-fitting black suit That's what, what I'm really looking forward <laughs> to seeing next week <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be the same one From your acceptance speech in 1994 oh. When you won Championship Player of the Year uh, and it'll be the same suit Guaranteed And the, and the following year I went won, won the championship oh, you, sorry, Do you know I won it two in a row Really? Yeah That's it, some going can you I, ma- the, I was the, nominated the big for the third as well But I didn't turn up It'll be the big baggy trousers Yeah, one. yeah. Can just imagine <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I've still got the dicky blown off <laughs> uh, Anyway William thank you very much It's 01419511025 Keep your thoughts coming Keep your calls Marvin and Gordon are desperate to speak to you And I Want to speak to you about this before we move on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right, if he wins this I'm sure he could afford a new black suit For the PFA do next week But unfortunately for him He's not in the running for Golden Goals And we're not far off 30 grand There's quite a few black suits Especially from the types of places that you shop Gordon Deal uh, And one of you lot has to win it The lot, every penny, tax free in just a few weeks time It's 28,250 as it stands But every goal Celtic or Rangers score Between now and the end of the season Will keep adding at least 250 per goal So that number is going to be huge By the end of Scottish Cup final day And if you want involved Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 Marvin gets phone out just now I don't know if he's, he's taking part Or trying to YouTube uh, Gordon DL 1994 uh, It's £2 to text Plus your standard message Rate over 18s only And the full terms And online entry Are at Clyde1.com The lines close at 6pm Saturday 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day And one last reminder from me That is goal to 61025 More of your calls next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Marvin Bartley are here It's 0141-951-1025 I'm really enjoying the breaks No offence, like obviously I like being on much more But I'm just watching Marvin's face as he like Just tries to like learn more about the phenomenon that is Gordon DL He's trying to like figure him out Is it like is this guy telling he's the truth? <laughs> like, what's going I'm on learning. here? Who is this guy? He's why he's why share numbers. He's trying to, <laughs> to figure out what your deal is. Yeah. Quite frankly, he's um, hot spotting me. It's been an, an education <laughs> for him, I'm sure. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's it's a bit of an early manager of the year discussion. And by the way, f- f- we mentioned it before the travel. Mm. Fraser Wishart is listening <laughs> So you've caned his award process You've called him ugly uh, Anything else while he's he's listening? Because I think you've been really unfair he's No, 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 no. I, I, I love our Fraser uh, I, I keep saying to the boys Nobody will say a bad word to him Until the 2nd of May Make sure you're When it's over yeah. yeah, my invite is there <sighs> Anyway, uh, right Ken What do you think about this then? There's a lot that can change Where do the, the runners and riders If you like sit at the moment? Oh, hi guys, how you doing? <laughs> you there? Yeah, I got you on, you go. Yeah, I got me. Right, sorry, I was just going back in the car after making a delivery there. No, I mean, I'm a Celtic fan, me. Hold it, <laughs> is it a food delivery or... What sort a of delivery? delivery. Oh, okay. what, what type of food? Uh-huh. Forget Burger your point, King. Ken. What Burger King. It's not a bad shout. Oh, yeah. It's not Where what I expected. Was it? Right. A Burger King. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Where are you, Ken? <laughs> Campbell's lying. All right, okay. You know, pass do you, do you, is it a boundary charge for Motherwell, or do you go that far? 
I'll, I'll, I'll travel anywhere Somebody wants me to take the food And I'll take it And I'll charge them accordingly Ah that's where the problem Comes in for him <laughs> <laughs> Stay in Cambridge Lancaster uh, Sorry anyway uh, I digress Manager of the year Take it away I don't know if my car Can carry enough food For Gordon anyway Anyway <laughs> I alright Ken <laughs> Bet you can't even Stay in the steering not. wheel Right go Hold on What was that That was like That was the worst <laughs> Reply ever <laughs> Ken's big Ned up there That was like the, that, was like <laughs> the, that was like the famous Sky Sports the Moment with the, the Glasses and the Jeff Stelling You know where I'm going That was your Recovering of that That was brutal Oh was it Okay I wanted to say more But I had to keep my powder dry Ken I'm so sorry Manager of the year I'll turn his mic off Go Right No I say being a, being a Celtic fan Because of the rebuild job That Ange has Has had to do And he's He's top of the league And Managed to claw back being six points down to six points ahead. And even though we've got it has got his cup now, I still would give it to, to Ange. But if I take off my Celtic glasses for a minute, I would say that anyone outside of the old forum would be Tam Court's Dundee United. Come off the Kelly Hearts, go to Dundee United, in at the top six, and very good chance of getting a place in Europe as well. I mean He's got to give me a shout, surely. I like that. I like it when we hear a new name um, and Ken's not attaching any team bias to that. Mm-hmm. You don't look convinced. No, not with the Tam Court. Again, you know, he's in the top six. You no, know, well done. I just think somebody's done better than him. For me, you know, and, and, and that's Robbie. Um, I get the Celtic stuff as well. Like we're saying, we're not saying that other managers haven't done well at all. You can only pick one. Um, the rebuild was, was absolutely massive. Obviously, you know, they started away at Hearts. With a, with a bad result so Andrew's been absolutely fantastic came in late in pre-season no doubt about it but like you said earlier on in the show it's kind of expected by Celtic and Rangers to mm. be up there you know yes he's had a massive yeah. rebuild yes they were miles behind last season but I just didn't expect Hearts to be third in the league and in a cup final now it certainly is what goes more in Ange Postacoglu's favour isn't mm. it Gordon of course it's one of those two that wins <laughs> the league um, but again I, I mentioned it earlier sometimes achievements are held up versus expectation And Even the most optimistic Celtic fan When they phoned in here in August We're sort of looking at If we can get signs of progress If we can get a bit closer to Rangers You know that That was the sort of talk at the time Yes he spent money But of course He sort of had to Because he lost a lot of Important players um, But the, the notion of a rebuild Is obviously going to be in Is part of the conversation isn't it? Like when you're a manager of Celtic Rangers It's a given that you must win leagues And you must win cups And you must be up there Of course it is Gordon I get back to the full package for me I really do As I say I remember sitting watching On a pre-season game Over in Wales And I thought to myself Celtic are in real trouble They've got this new manager Everybody was doubting His transfer windows Have been excellent If you look at Also under that package He's He's made players better Tom Rogic was nearly in a plane Going out of this country And going away from Celtic Look at the seasons he's had He's turned players uh, That have been there Ralston for instance Turned them into an international football player He's made players better His transfer window Has been incredible Every player's contributed To where he is um, In a normal season You get in there with the big strong squad You had one or two in the summer Yeah you could probably say Well it's expected Because look at the players they had He started from scratch He started with Look at the players he lost as well The quality of player that went out of Celtic He had to replace that That's pressure on its own He brought in players nobody had ever heard of He went into a different market I just think he's been exceptional And the style of football Brandy football he's played 
He's well worth a shout Yeah we all, this all, all started Hearing from your gaffer Talking about the timing of it If you were made to pick on Friday You probably You've picked Ange Postacoglu Haven't you or, or, Yeah or, Certainly Always, Yeah Closer than Yeah Yeah Again I, Even on Friday I, I'm still going Robbie I think to secure third place In the league And I keep going back And making the same points And yes You know I agree with Gordon You know what Ange has done And you know, another thing that he did, he changed the mentality of the players. Because when you're behind and that far behind and the pressure they were getting from the fans and, you know, he's changed all of that and now he's got them in the lead. Absolutely fantastic. But I just think coming from the championship, you know, a team that struggled in, you know, cup games last season as well, to be in the cup semi-final, now final, but also third in the league and cemented it, that for me is exceptional. Yeah. Um, Ken also threw Tam Courtson. Mm. And again, I get the sort of the personal story there, the fact that it was... From Kelty Hearts And you're talking about Doubts Certainly yeah, 100%. A lot, lot of sceptics You know at, at the start Who's this guy Inexperienced Never managed at the top level And so on So to be top six You know Well done to him With the With the fact that You know They might They might finish sixth Fifth You know It's hard to tell at this point They are still a big club Decent budget Does that I I I'm with Marvin here I think that we've got to Congratulate Dundee United And Tam Courts You're right Gordon A lot of doubters um, you know, people thinking, well, look at the step up. He's, he's he shouldn't be in that position. He's done brilliant. You've got to say that he's had a terrific season so far. But I just think from third down, the top four was there for a lot of teams. I really do. I think that you know you look at um, teams that went off the boil. So I'll go back to our own team, Motherwell. You know, four points since the turn of January. You know, other teams, Aberdeen, a big club slipping down there, having to change managers. Hibs the same, changing managers. I just think that there was an opportunity there for a team like Dundee yeah. United, the, the, uh, you know, Livingston, they were unlucky to miss out and against St Johnston um, with the, the situation. But Tam Courts, terrific, mm. but I don't think he'll be in the mix. Since the word if is doing a lot of heavy lifting, <laughs> and it, it has to, yeah. if Malky Mackay was to finish fourth, no. no Still not No Okay That's, uh, that's why I'm saying I, th- I think Marvin agrees Marvin's watched the, the, the I think Marvin's just <laughs> I've got the, I think he's just trying to settle All his, his personal scores From this season On the show <laughs> In a roundabout you know, way funny enough It was sort of a No 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 it's chance just... Right Our Other managers It's Oh yeah Been fantastic <laughs> And what a job he's done um, um, I heard Tam Co- No and then I've heard Well if Graham Alexander surprises you and finish fourth, no? Absolutely Well it certainly surprised me I think we just need to get through Only one point off I, it, I think you'll We find. need to get through the season and start again I'm quite happy we're in the top six That's negative Very, very pessimistic of you uh, I must admit I don't think you've won them over with the, the Tam Courts Shout Ken, anyone else that is worth mention? No, the, the only name for me would be whether he actually gets promo- automatic promotion or not, would be Dick Campbell or Dick Advocate, is, um, <laughs> yeah. what call him, you know what I mean? Oh, I've got to say something Nah, just leave <laughs> no, that no, Just leave no, that, thanks no. <laughs> Well that's what makes Again, if, if if votes are in and all, and whatever already Then we're, we're sort of stuck But that's what makes tomorrow Even bigger, isn't it, Ken? To keep that alive for, for Dick Campbell Oh yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to watching that game tomorrow night I don't usually watch games outside of Celtic But I'll be watching that one if it's on Are you going down, Gordon Dale? You know, you're a student of the game uh, no, I'm, maybe... I'm, I'm going to watch on the TV I've had, I've done a bit of studying on that Because you would think tomorrow night as a decider I know there's a point in it If a broth win it 
they've got Morton. Do you get anybody who's got Morton firing and yeah. all cylinders, right? If Kilmarnock need to go mm. to my own stamping ground, Kirkcaldy, not an easy place to go. So it's not done and dusted by tomorrow night, but. Well, it is if Kilmarnock win, though. But certainly, uh, well, I'm talking about Dick Campbell, right? Um, so, and so, just to clarify, looking at each team's one remaining fixture is is research. Yeah, a lot of research. I thought that I would dig, to take you a dig long deep time the day up the Mitchell Library. <laughs> into it. Well, I built some of the Mitchell Library. We'll tell you that one as well. That's a true story. Yeah, tell you what. Controversial tweet MGH10 says How good is tonight's show With Gordon Marvin And the Dazzler ah, Mark good, Wilson it? should be worried About his Thursday <laughs> night gig Oh you're uh, You're certainly in. The one thing I like about you When I'm talking You're laughing You're enjoying it That's what I like Bryce about He's an easy audience <laughs> <laughs> Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football He's actually not that bad at beat the pundit anymore. He used to be hopeless, oh. but he's getting better. Uh, let's see how it goes tonight. If you fancy taking on Gordon DL, maybe the change of partner on a Thursday will throw him off. He's he's bad at the best of times. He lost on Tuesday. Let's see what you've got tonight. 0141-951-1025. Lines close at seven. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025 or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB. All thanks to David Martindale, Marvin's gaffer. We had a bit of a debate there about the, the scenarios, the hypotheticals surrounding the manager of the year debate. The, the votes are going in at the moment and of course a lot of football still to be played. So you can keep your thoughts coming on that Any Hibs fans out there You will not find A more passionate Adopted fan Than Marvin Bartley And it's been a very Interesting week At the club Sean Maloney Has broken his silence As the newspapers would say uh, Today It feels he deserved More time If you have any thoughts On that I don't really know What question to ask you About Mark McGee Turning his heating off And, and going hungry But you can give us Your thoughts on it anyway If you, if you happen to have any uh, we'll hear from him uh, And there is a lot going on So keep the calls coming 01419511025 And we'll do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Sandra's already on Twitter Sandra. She says Beat the Pundit tonight Is going to be hilarious Dazzler mm. and Big Marv The pair of them Flappers apparently <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> not, a, not a lot of confidence From Sandra Absolutely That's not. my mum's name as well That's probably her writing in Andrew is in Lindsay tonight To take one of you on How's it going Andrew? Yeah, I was alright But uh, Sandra's not heard me yet So I'm actually <laughs> Oh Andrew's bottled <laughs> In fact what night It was I always use this analogy Andrew you're fine you ever been to a karaoke bar And you want to go up after somebody who's hopeless Yeah Because it can't get any worse yeah. uh-huh. That's you tonight Andrew Last night's contestant Last night's contestant got zero Well oh. this is why I phoned in Because I actually had quite a good night last night <laughs> Give uh, you the confidence I couldn't, I, I, couldn't believe the, I couldn't believe the Robo question I, I thought I had so marks I thought Robo was a stick on But yeah. I couldn't believe it was zero wrong. It's, it's, different, it's different when you're on From sitting in the house Andrew you do ah, get a well, wee bit nervous no, And a lot night, of people are listening Last night it was a zero and I, and family. I went sympathy on the guy And I pretended I had misheard one of his answers And I gave him one mm. But do you know the difference tonight? Wow He won't let that happen Nah This guy for me. is a disciplinarian Oh Gordon I like that mate Yeah We're in He is By the book And more Right Andrew I'll put you out your misery Put you all out your misery Heads it is Marvin 
You're usually on that side of the right. studio as well. Oh, it's all right. Always lands in And tails, it will be Gordon DL. It's tails. <laughs> I don't know what you do. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he films it for his own personal collection yeah. every week. Just Very to strange. make sure that you know he's not cheating. So uh, oh, I've got a problem. So what's I've he? just I've just looked to my right by Marvin. Look producer who's in Chris that booth. Made them up tonight. These will be shocking for me. Yeah, producer Chris has got it in for you. Right, anyway. You wait till you see this, Marvin. This wait, you'll see this boy in action. <laughs> Take a seat and watch how it's Learn done. Learn from the um, master. I, I need a win tonight. You really do. You're under a bit of pressure. Right, let's give you some Clyde too, so you can't hear what's going on. Andrew, you know the drill. 30 seconds, just answer as many as you can, and you're welcome to pass if you don't know, okay? Yep, no problem. Right, 30 seconds then, on the clock, and your time starts now. Name any team that's taken points off both Celtic and Rangers this season. Ross Cooney How many domestic cups Did Ronnie Dyla win As Celtic manager Three Name either of Livy's Previous club names Before they became Livingston in 95 Third Lanark Man United's new assistant Head coach Mitchell van der Gag Played with which Scottish Premiership team Hearts Which Rangers manager Signed John Lundstrom And Scott Wright Stephen Gerrard Okay They were tough tonight Weren't they I must say They were, a lot they were tough, tough. Last night. Listen he'll yep. find them Tough as well Let's bring them back Hi Gordon We were just saying You'll find them easy Because you're very smart 40 seconds and I was looking at the TikTok there Right go Sorry 40 seconds I'll add that I hope he had a few right Listen Andrew and I were Discussing things Out with the 30 seconds So right. you're fine Marv Sit back Relax <laughs> Get a Kit Kat mm, Yeah And did you mean clock Yeah when, that, that, Okay right That's fine that's, Anyway go. Uh, 30 seconds Starts Name any Premiership side that's taken points off both Celtic and Rangers this season. Dundee United. How many domestic cups did Ronnie Dyla win as Celtic manager? Three. Name either of Livy's previous club names before they became Livingston in '95. Meadowbank. Don't look at him. Um, Man United's new assistant head coach Mitchell van der Gag previously played with which Scottish Premiership club? Fourth. Hart. Which Rangers manager signed John Lundstrom and Scott Wright? Gerard. What do you think, Andrew? Oh, I'm gutted because the ones he guessed, he guessed the same as me for a couple of I know, that's the I problem, isn't Andrew, it? I, I didn't guess. You did guess. I was all about knowledge, my I friend. I think you guessed nearly every one of them. No, no, I was good. Name any Premiership side that both Celtic and Rangers have dropped points against this season. Andrew went Ross County. Yeah. I don't. Recall Celtic dropping points no. to Ross County, Andrew Hearts, Dundee United, or Hibs. Andrew, it's all about in there, son. Do your work, <laughs> your research. Well, you thought Ronnie Dyla won three. I come not really bothered. Andrew didn't cups. get that either. He only won one. It was the League Cup in fourteen fifteen. Don't season. tell me one, Andrew. Please. He didn't get. No, that. I guess. I guess Andrew, you worry. better hang up. You're on a zero here. <laughs> You're only on one. I didn't get carried away. <laughs> Name either of Livy's previous club names before they became Livingston Middle in 95. I'm playing against them. Marvin? Yeah, I'm going with Middle Bank. <laughs> what? What's the other one? I said, you said you asked for one of them. Do you know what I've got to say? The Livy lies. <laughs> You'll be glad you went Middle Bank. Yeah. It was Ferranti Thistle or Middle Bank oh, Thistle. Yeah. There you go. Andrew? 
No he didn't <laughs> 2-0 <laughs> Andrew Jordan <laughs> and Paul <laughs> Andrew you're drawn with the guy for last night <laughs> You're doing a tiebreaker Andrew I'm so sorry about their behaviour <laughs> oh, oh, It is unbecoming of two yeah. supposedly professional Did you hear him? Pundits. Did you hear him at the beginning Marvin? Yeah I got them all last night no, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Andrew was <laughs> I got them on the podcast <laughs> This is disgraceful This is descended I tell you what Just when you think You're getting cocky oh, The no. mask has slipped I oh, know Which Premiership club Did Man United's New assistant head coach Mitchell van der Gag Play for I play with Motherwell Oh jeez oh. He's a cult hero At Fir Park And you Didn't know it It's oh. almost like You're a pretend Motherwell fan Honestly Gordon I, I just I was I was cocky. It happens. It was, mate. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I remember I'm, the perm. I do remember. I, do you know something? This is how silly this, right? You said assistant manager, right? I know the manager, and I'm thinking Van Hag. And what, I'm thinking, what are you on about? What justification he, he is didn't, this? He didn't play in Scotland, so that's why I just went hard. He played with Mother. I remember him. I'm sure Andrew got it. Andrew said hearts as well. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, what are you doing on Tuesday? <laughs> oh. We love you, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew's on a zero. We love you, Andrew. But Andrew yeah. was down but not out. He knew that Stephen Gerrard signed John Lundstrom and Scott Wright. Yes, we got a one on the board, Andrew. Yes, Andrew. <laughs> it so happens that Gordon got a three. Ooh, how'd you oh. like those apples, wow, Andrew? I could have beat him. Ah, I'll take that I'll, That's alright I'll take that I, they, they couldn't be as easy As last night So I'll take <laughs> 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 Where are you from Andrew? Lindsay I told you this already Lindsay What's your address? Because <laughs> you get a ball I thought they were tough <laughs> I thought they were tough No, no. Well, you get To get three. one Oh I'm back well, He I'm only got three And didn't even know That Mitchell van der Gaan Ah I should have got that I'd, I'd eased up Andrew yeah. <laughs> Andrew I'm so sorry On behalf of these two Thank ah. you for taking part Oh, see, Andrew. Oh, Unlucky oh, ball. You do realise we actually need people to want to come in and take part. It needs to be better than that. If though. you two uh, put everyone uh, off, bad. no one will take part, and we'll have to fill this ten minutes of silence. I was, I was under a lot of pressure because my yeah. recent form's been poor. You get Andrew coming on there full of confidence. I told you. Yeah. The minute the mic goes on, boof, yeah, Andrew, you right. could hear him. And you no Google. Boof, no Google. Didn't have Google, did he? Yeah. He's sitting up the stair. His grand's doing gone on. That's who Andrew <laughs> yeah. on the radio. Disgracing the family. Yeah. Exactly. Let all his mates know on a WhatsApp. I'm going on Clive. Yeah. I'm going to win. Exactly. <laughs> listen in. Listen in. I hope I get DL. I hope I get DL. <laughs> See you later, Andrew. I thought, I thought they were tough. Oh, nah, I about did. 3 I 1. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. I thought they were tough Bring on Tuesday Round of applause Thank you Thank you mate See, well, you, see that Wilson never gives me A round of applause For a fantastic performance Whilst we're on the topic Of quizzing If you want to go Over to the At Clyde SSB Twitter feed right now We've released another video Of you Wilson Myself I don't know who else is in it It might just be the three of us Hugh's usually in them Halliday took part In the last one Remember the, the emojis The emojis I'm good at them um, Well Halliday is in this one Yep you can head over to Clyde SSB or if you're into TikTok or Instagram or whatever else, you'll find them all on there as well. So see if you can guess the emoji. Um, quite a few interesting ones there. Some of them are quite difficult. Yeah, but yeah must, I'm not going to give it away, but go and just go and check out the video. It sort of speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, right, Simon is a Kilmarnock fan. How nervous are you for tomorrow, Simon? Uh, hi, guys. How's all doing? Uh, quite, I think, is the answer. Um, <laughs> Seems fair. I- I think, uh, you know, I was up in Inverness on uh, on Friday 
um, straight back down the road at three in the morning, then straight to Edinburgh Airport at five in the morning to go on holiday. So I'm just by today. I'm just by today. So I don't think if that was the case, I would have slept tonight. But I think I'll maybe get a few hours at least because of that. But I'm, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But in that kind of nervous excitement way that a big game always brings. I mean, last I checked, Simon, I was speaking to some of your club officials yesterday. I think what are they talking about? Knocking on the door of twelve, thirteen thousand at Rugby Park tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going. It's uh, club confirmed yesterday. It's a sellout, so um, a whole men sellout yeah, anyway. Home end, so that'll yeah. be that'll be about thirteen thousand. Um, so it's pretty. It's going to be. It's not very often that we get that. Even the game against Rangers when we finished third, uh, you know, it wasn't. There wasn't even at that level. So. You know, it just kind of shows the the way Derek McInnes has brought the the fans back together with a, a team who you know haven't been amazing this season, but so far we've uh, almost got there. Incredible. I mean, I think there's even talk of our both fifteen hundred upwards. You know, you know two thousand yeah, should be. What an occasion It really is going to be Yeah absolutely massive We've obviously got a boy on loan At Arbroath uh, Jack Hamilton I was speaking to him about it today And the excitement on his On his young face Was, was absolutely brilliant um, You know all the Arbroath players Obviously like you said it's, it's kind of a free hit for them Nobody expected them To be in a position they are The pressure's all on Kilmarnock They're the home team Etc cetera, etc cetera. But you know, it's fantastic For you know, a championship game um, In Scotland to have you know, That amount of people Going you know, live on the TV I'm really looking forward to it You know, I'll definitely be watching it And you know, may the best team win I don't Probably, I probably want our brave to enough. Don't tell Simon. I'm sorry, that. Simon. I'm sorry. He's you know fed why? up. But but for Jack, that's why he's you know. fed up of all the the, the fairy tale writers looking at our <laughs> Um oh, And you're not getting support off DL either. Obviously, we know where his Ayrshire allegiances mm. lie. But do you know what, Gordon? The the title race in the Premiership, great. Obviously, on this show that it dominates. But to have that tomorrow, Kilmarnock win. They win the title. They bounce mm. straight back. If our brave win. As you rightly told us earlier on, or or even a draw, draw takes it to the last day of the season. It has been a great story already. Like you know, whether we both get over the line or not, for them to have sustained it so far, um, it'll be great to see what the the last chapter has. Yeah, I think it'll be a fantastic night down there, Gordon. I've been involved in decent crowds at Rugby Park, and when there's decent crowds in that stadium, it's a good atmosphere. Um, as much as Kilmarnock I'll get in strong favourites Of course they will uh, They've got some quality players They've got match winners Like Lafferty Up top That can turn games for you um, I brought The players Will rise to this occasion Because Marvin will tell you See as a player You get out there The atmosphere's built up There's a good You know You're good uh, Away support as well You've got fans travelling From a broth. I'll be absolutely brilliant In the importance of the game It's just These are the games that Especially both players, part-time mm. players, they live for these games. They'll be so they'll be so nervous tonight. Looking forward to it. probably every one of them will have a day off work tomorrow. Um, I think we'll be in for a cracker. I, I don't know. I would hate it to go at the last game because, as I said, if it was a draw, you look at Kilmarnock going up to um, Wraith Rovers, difficult place to go, and you look at a broth at home to an informed Dugemri's Morgan. Uh, Simon Gordon's. Favourite theory about Kilmarnock is how they struggle on Friday nights on the TV And I'm sure you've uh, experienced some of that The home form's been better though How do you feel form-wise going into tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Friday night thing's true We did win, you know, uh, 3-1 at the Derby at Somerset So hopefully that's going to maybe put that to bed a little bit but, uh, Yeah, he turned that yeah. one off though <laughs> <laughs> No surprise. Uh, our home form's been been excellent under Derek. I think he's only lost one game since he came in at home, and you know he'd never lost a game at Rugby Park when he was Aberdeen manager. So there must be something about Rugby Park that just sits in well with McInnes. But um, 
I think at home we're a different animal. Um, we, we play with a higher intensity. Um, I think in the first half of the season, teams were quite happy to sit in and hit us on the counter. And that's how we lost quite a lot of games. We didn't really have that cutting-edge midfielder to play the killer pass. Um, so we're doing a lot of possession, a lot of passing about, and it never really went anywhere. Then the teams were, were hitting us on the counter and winning. I think that's changed under McInnes. Uh, Fraser Murray looks like a different player altogether in the, in the wide areas. Um, you know, Ollie Shaw, again, looks rejuvenated. He's been excellent. Him and Lafferty have a really good partnership up front. And the big man himself, uh, he's, you know, an unbelievable, unbelievable striker. Probably the best we've had since, since Boydie. And, um, you know, I, I go into any game when Lafferty's playing, especially at Rugby Park, confident. I don't agree with Gordon that uh, Kilmarnock are overwhelming favourites. So I think that, I think it's very, very tight. Um, I wouldn't say we were, you know, staggeringly ahead of them. Um, I think with the way the season's going, you know, uh, nothing but credit for our both. I think they've done absolutely fantastic. Dick Campbell's been been amazing. It's been a breath of fresh air this season. But I hope they still go up via the playoffs, obviously. But um, you know, if we don't win by tomorrow night, we've gone four games against our growth this season you know if we yeah. don't win that we don't we don't deserve to win the title it's as simple as that yeah fair way of looking at it they, do you know what they need to study Kyle Lafferty it's like he mm. it's like he hibernates mm. he just comes 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 back in, in the spring time every year he's played 12 league games and he's one of the four nominations for yeah. championship player of the year eight goals as Simon says the, the impact he's made in Kilmarnock he just always saves his best stuff <laughs> For the end of a season It's incredible isn't it Yeah he's a he's a big game player as well You know So the Arbroath Defenders will, will know all about him But if, if he performs tomorrow To the levels that he can You know He's almost unstoppable for me In the championship And you know He's spoken about Fraser Murray Someone I played with at Hibs And I see quite often In the gym now And he's really enjoying His football under Derek You know He's playing kind of In a wing back role Which I never thought Would suit him But you know He's also been fantastic for them They've got a lot of good players, Kilmarnock, and I disagree. They are heavy favourites. They're a full-time team. They're at home. Hundred you know, percent. Yeah, but to be fair, but, but Simon's outlining there. Look at the previous results. This it season. doesn't matter. You're, you're still favourites. You know, mm. if you, your last pound, who are you putting it on tomorrow? Yeah, you're Draw. going. You're, no, you're not. <laughs> I, I get. I get it. My, uh, Kilmarnock, uh, they've got that big crowd as well. The atmosphere will be brilliant. Mm. Member. It's a pitch as well How, uh, Broth have got a fantastic okay. Playing surface let's They're, talk, not, let's they're talk, not used to Playing down there Let's Matt. talk scale here How big favourites Can you be Against a team That you've not beaten This season Big Yeah Still Massive Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying Simon I'm trying <laughs> Just putting a bit of Pressure on you Simon um, Hope you win yeah. <laughs> yeah Look it's going to be An incredible occasion Everyone knows It's such different Expectations You've got Dick Campbell The fairy tale Everyone keeps saying it Kilmarnock Biggest Budget in the league Derek McInnes has obviously Been flying high At the, the top end Of the Premiership For a long time as well So it should be An absolute cracker Definitely looking forward to it Simon Hopefully you get a couple of hours Shut eye tonight Fingers crossed I'll sleep more now I know uh, Rory McKenzie's Back in the team as well He should have been in that List of player of the year Ahead of Big Kyle for me But yeah Hopefully I'll, I'll get a few hours there we go Brilliant And do you know what I really disliked About the last couple of minutes See mm. here Marvin Just trying to tell everybody That he still goes to the gym Did you hear that You don't get that sort of nonsense Yeah Keep myself you in don't hear, You don't hear me bumming about that So he's got You know he's, We're talking about <laughs> Kilmarnock And play and promotion He has to But I see him I see him at the gym a lot Yeah he come in with a dumbbell <laughs> Do you know what Gordon's posting on Instagram The other day though Oh back in the gym yeah, By myself you know lonely oh, no, Don't try and turn it on you me right. And that was Where you? The last time you've been returned. there yeah. I haven't returned Ah, uh, you're not one of them Gets a photo of yourself in the gym Yeah and walking that. and out Get a photo oh, That's it Come on 
You do not want to do this, do you? You must be joking me. You must be joking. Don't listen, mate. There was an episode on this show where he had a picture of himself on the gym in the gym. So we slagged him for it, and it was, a, and he told us this story. He said, "No, what happened was he said that he said oh, one of the one of the trainers came up and asked, like, can I take a picture so we can put it up and all that." And the the trainer in question, the PT, oh. sent a message in straight away saying. That's not true Gordon <laughs> Gordon walked over and said Will you take a picture of me in the gym? I told him I told him I had to send him There it is Look uh, at producer uh, Chris uh, <laughs> He's leaning over the bench the pose as well <laughs> Once again I've told you about this wee guy in the booth The reason I, I says to the lad Can you take a photo of me? I have to send it to my physio team. That's what it was That's what it was That's it He went and said Can you take a picture So I can show the physio That I'm in the gym Anyway thank you Simon 01419511025 I don't have much hope For these two Teaming up uh, On the full time teaser But we'll do that next Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley And Gordon Diella Are here Now I'm not looking forward To this full time teaser Mm. Because You're not Great, no no offence And Marvin's alright at certain types of questions And because you know he's, he's, a, he's, an wow. ado- he's an adopted Scott He came into our game um, a few years ago I just don't know how this will work But we'll try it anyway Thank you to Evan who sent it in mm-hmm. Full time at Clyde1.com So thanks to Evan who says And it's topical He says as Rangers are playing RB Leipzig next week And have already played Borussia Dortmund We're looking for the last 10 Rangers players To have played in the Bundesliga So we're looking for the last 10 players To have played in the Bundesliga And been at Rangers The boy at Aberdeen um, Oh my god What's his name? Quick Who? What? The boy at Aberdeen Centre back no? Bates Bates No No I think they must have been Second tier That's yeah, maybe the loophole If you like I don't think nah, they were in the Bundesliga No <laughs> <laughs> You went in a bit early there Thanks before you answer um, <clears throat> I've played in the Bundesliga Germany It's tough Do you want to look at the Kloss Yes well done Stefan Kloss Borussia Dortmund Okay George Abbott <sighs> Ooh, It's not bad you know But he's not in the last 10 So it's in order of how recently They've been at Rangers I should say as well um, ba-bum, ba-bum. Not a great start no. Well, I've got, I've got one, but my kid kicks no. I think maybe here. loan spells because there are a couple that are currently in the the Rangers squad at the moment. I'm going to do, try something different with the clue. Think through the Rangers team and think who I don't actually really know where they've been before, and guess at them, and it might just be the Bundesliga. Oh, uh, Balogun. <laughs> I knew that clue would work. There we go, Leon Balogun. Uh, played for three different teams. Did he? Yes. Um, this is a hard one I think loan spells recently loans. That's before we even worry about the harder ones yeah, she's... Got a bit of a double So it could be someone who previously was on loan In Germany Itten. And is now a re- Yes Itten. Cedric Oh Itten. yeah Well done mate Okay right well, We're I'm getting gonna... there We've only another 70 yeah. <laughs> I think I've had to help you With everyone so far So I'm not hugely oh, Optimistic wow. Right whilst we've got him Because he's a passionate Speaker on most things But especially Hibs Sean Maloney You, you gave us a flavour At the start You were disappointed for him um, He has spoken today And said he was disappointed At the lack of Time 
did he get enough time? Listen, yeah, I, I think so. And the reason why I say yes to this and, you know, a lot of people might think, what? Like, I think winning one game in 13, I think it was, in the league isn't acceptable. You talk about, you know, not winning games, you talk about style of play, you talk about performances. I don't think the performances were good enough in the games that Hibs weren't winning, if that makes sense. I think, you know, if he'd have been playing in games and Hibs would have been absolutely fantastic and getting hit on the counter-attack and conceding goals, I think you can see, you know, if this when this does turn, we'll be fine. But I think when you're not winning games and you're not performing, something has to change. And, you know, people are saying, oh, was there enough time? I think it was at 19 games. You know, I think, you know, he had a transfer window. Yes, it wasn't a summer one, but he brought in enough players. But the telling thing for me with that is he had five of the players that he brought in to that football club on the bench in the semi-final. That's not good reading at all. Mm. In a modern day football club though I guess There would be recruitment staff And there would be things behind the scenes That, that you know take into account How how can any manager You know overhaul things Lose your best player to a sale And then your other <clears throat> best player to injury Try and implement a new style And do all that within 19 games Is it possible? It's, yeah it is possible I, I genuinely Don't get me wrong I'm not saying it's easy at all you know, I'm not saying, you know, Sean failed an easy task. I'm not saying that at all. I just think, you know, the league, the way it is, Hibs have to be in the top six. They had to be in the top six. You know, I think he had more than enough time to implement, you know, what he wanted to do. And if I'm being totally honest, I think the style that he wanted the players to play, some of them weren't able to do so. So I think one thing about being a manager is having a philosophy. Yeah, I get that. But you have to be adaptable because you need to win games of football, you need to start performing. So yes, it's, it's fantastic to see teams playing from the back and having this, all this possession. Hibs want to see you know teams, the fans want to see teams that attack. However you attack is down to you, but they want you to attack. Is it three or four games? No shots on target? You know, you start to look at the stats and it's just, it's not good reading at all. I do think though they did perform well in the semi-final against Hearts. I get that. But, you know, performing well against your rivals is expected. You know, you need to win those mm. games. Let's hear from Hibs owner Ron Gordon speaking yesterday. So it was still in the, the papers this morning and so on. He says the results simply weren't good enough and their on-pitch progress needs to match their off-pitch progress. I think there are multitudes of factors, but the performance is really what drove the decision. Ultimately, when you look at the results, it's just really not acceptable, I think, for a club like Hibs. Um, you know, there, there are obviously other issues as well, but, but not, not anything that, that would really overcut over, I don't know, overshadow the results. Ultimately it's a, you know, it's a, it's a performance business and we need, you know, we need to have, I think a mindset at Hibs, at least I hope that's where we're going, um, of both winning and excellence in everything that we're doing. And, um, you know, that, that wasn't quite happening on the football side and it's a shame because quite honestly, we've got a lot of really good things happening at the club. The club generally, in my, in my mind, is making a tremendous amount of progress and growing and doing really, really well. But if we don't get the football right, it really doesn't matter. And uh, we were not getting the football right. So we needed to, to fix that. That clip was worth it alone for the look on Gordon DL's face because he's never heard Ron Gordon <laughs> speak before and just didn't expect that... Uh... That to come out of the speakers, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I know what he's saying there, but he's got to tell you about responsibility. And to be fair, he did as well. Yeah, a big uh, within bit the, within and the I, press call yesterday. And I think there's a lot of clubs, uh, you know, in the same boat at times. Gordon, I'm I'm not a Hibs fan. I don't go and watch Hibs. I don't pay my money, so I can understand Hibs fans um, not happy with the style of football, not happy with the results, not happy finishing the top six. I totally take that on board. But when you bring a new manager in, I'm sorry. You've got to do your work with them, 
Got to back him Got to give him transfer windows And go as long as you possibly can Just to bring him in What, four months? Just over four months And f- end up sacking the lad as, Remember, it's his first job He's He's been a number two all his life He learns as he goes, goes along He had to get through this season I don't think Hibs will get relegated He had to get to the summer let him back him, let him bring in his own players, let him bring in his own style of football, see what happens, give him a bit of time, then if it's not working, fine, go down that road. I just think that Sean Maloney, I thought, was unfairly treated, in my opinion, because Hibs headhunted this guy, they were desperate for him, they gave him everything he wanted, you know, the staff and everything he brought in, so they must have believed on him. So... You can't just pull the trigger after four months and how many days after that. I, I, I just think it's a bad, bad decision. But I'm sure Hibs supporters listening to this will go, well, you don't pay your money. We were disgusted with results. We, I can totally understand that. But managers need time. But surely if you're if you're the owner and you're looking at it and you think you've made a mistake, giving him another transfer window, as I said, he had five of his own players that he had signed on the bench. Mm-hmm. So... Get you fast forward a year and you've got seven of the players he signed on the bench and you're still playing with boys who are already in the building. I think Clark started who wasn't there before and Scott was obviously signed by, by Jack Ross. There was I think there was another one, but you can't have five of the players that you brought in. The club's budget is, you know, far superior to what it was I last t- I season. T- I take that on, on board. I really do, but I do I think that you've got to I think if you're going to go for a man that you believe in, yes, you look at the results. Of course results mean everything. There's managers been in this position before they got off to a terrible start in football and turned it around full circle. Um, so I'm sorry, I do believe that Sean Maloney should have been given a bit more time to try mm-hmm. and, and, and rebuild it uh, because you just don't throw everything at them and then, you know, go through the bad t- bit at the beginning and go, right, okay, that's enough. Um, I know that I said on Saturday, Gordon, the minute you looked at the pictures coming in from Hamden, Hibs supporters had totally turned off That was a warning sign for me um, Yes they put up a good fight against mm. Hearts But it's all about results And they pulled the trigger on them We've been, I've been a manager I've been in that position where you lose your job It's not nice But I just think I think it was a bit quick for me Although he had his own players in, in five mm. th- that you mentioned Are they Has he been adequately backed At a time when you lose Martin Boyle And, and um, Kevin Nisbet I mean the, the, Ron Gordon was also asked on that yesterday. You know, his son is in charge of player recruitment. Yeah, you know, is there more to it than just what the manager does? Yeah, it doesn't only fall on on Sean's door. You know, like you said, that they had five players that that weren't involved. Is that down to Sean? Is that down to the recruitment team? I think I've heard Ron say that Sean had the final say so uh, on the players. So, you know, but they they have backed him. Yes, they lost Martin Boyle. You know, reported to be for for two million pounds, but. It doesn't matter. Still, the wage bill is higher now than it was, you know, when Sean came in, and that was with Martin Boyle in the building. So they have backed him. I think when you when you don't back pay a manager, your big wages anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> when you do back a manager, if they don't succeed in the way you want them to, uh, for me, what what are you waiting for? I, I do think nineteen games mm. is enough to know what's going well, on. Well, Ron Gordon says he's looking for a manager with some experience this time. He might not be surprised to hear he says he took a risk with Sean Maloney and rushed it. He says the new boss needs to bring a few things, winning mentality included. A certain style in terms of the football. I, I want us to play a kind of a innovative, modern, attacking type of game, uh, which I think is 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 happening all over the world. So I, I want Hibs to be again on the leading edge. 
I think we do need a, you know, we, we do need a manager with some experience. It doesn't have to be an old timer with a ton of experience, but I do think that we need a manager um, with experience that knows how to lead um, and can deliver results. At the end of the day, we need to have, again, we need to instill in the club this winning culture. The expectation is got to be to win. Now, we're not going to win every game. I get that. But, um, but you know, we, we need to have this. Not winning is not acceptable. So, I mean, that needs to be the mindset. We'll lose some games for sure. But the expectation is winning. And we, as a club, need to give the manager all the support that they need to make sure they have the tools to deliver that. Mr A. Graham says Sean Maloney had to go Hibbs gambled and got it wrong He was the Scottish Bielsa And wouldn't divert from his philosophy Albeit didn't have the players to carry it out But should have done an interim job To get players who could uh, Result It's a result business No glimpses of progress Individually or collectively Hopefully can see past the Mackays etc And get a proven manager Ron Gordon leaving No room for doubt there It's going to be a more experienced manager this time any early contenders, do you think? I'd like to see them go for Valerian Ishmael, who was at Barnsley, then went to West Brom, and he's now out of a job, you know. So I think the wages that Hibs can pay will, you know, would be probably more than what he's getting paid at Barnsley. Um, if reports are true to what his contract was, he just wanted an opportunity. Yes, he went to West Brom and didn't work out, but for me, he's a, a manager of experience um, and for me, a fantastic manager. I think somebody like that, to go for somebody like that would be... You know, a, a massive statement from the football club. And, you know, I think Ron Gordon will put his money where his mouth is again. Um, but just on that tweet, I, I agree with a lot of that stuff. You know, as I said, you know, as, as a manager, you have your own philosophy and you want to play a certain way. But sometimes you just need to get results. Just get yourself to the, the, the window when you can bring in more players who can play your style. There's no point in doing the same things over and over again and not winning games because for me, it, it becomes a bit... I don't want to use the word ignorant, but it does come that way. You know, oh, we're going to carry on playing my way, even though we're not winning. I think just start winning games, mm. do what you need to do, and then move on from there in the summer. I mean, we always, these shortlists just appear, Gordon, and you know, bookmakers dictate a lot of it as well, and it doesn't take much to influence that. I think the only shout we had last night, people, if you're looking at currently mm. in the league, it probably only is Malky Mackay that, that would even... Into that conversation In fact someone tweeted me earlier About David Martindale And would Marvin go with him mm. oh, Well he'd certainly go And, and he'd take that hip strip He's wearing with him there. <laughs> um, um, But you know For instance it's, it's, Our league's not the best place To look right now Because well Top two forget that Robbie Nielsen out the question Tam Court's probably not enough yet Hibs and Aberde- uh, Aberdeen Have had to change their manager already um, I, don't, so I, not... I don't think he'll be looking there mm. I, I don't think he will Um I agree with him. I think Hibs are a club that needs strong leadership uh, as a, as not as a, a head coach, as a manager. I think they need a manager to manage a club. Someone again and, and manage it from, you know, the playing side from top to bottom. It looks that sort of club to me and needs better leadership and direction, um, especially as a manager round about the dressing room, the team and being in, you know, getting the right players in, getting the right system, getting the right football for the fans. Because it is mm. a big club. Uh, Marwan will tell you, he's been there. He's played there. He's a he's a Hibs fan now. Uh, and a Livy fan, obviously. And the and next Burn- club to go is Burnley. And, uh, Bournemouth, he loves Bournemouth. He's got a soft spot for St. John's yeah, now as well. Bor- of course. Bournemouth. Um, so every club he goes to, he's a fan. He's got yeah. so many strips. Um, <laughs> got but, them all on. <laughs> but I, I do agree with uh, the chairman the there. He needs, he needs a bit of experience in that building. Sometimes it's interesting about you know what they don't see as well as what they do see. Um, 
And yeah, you know, the headlines yesterday were we rushed Sean Maloney, we will look for experience. There was talk about, you know, if you can find someone passionate enough to sell the club, you know, bring them on. These were, but he was also asked, was it just about results? And he said, no, that there was more to it. But nothing, you know, nothing that was bigger than the results. Yeah. The results are the most important thing. But he still said it. He still admitted that there were other things, whatever that may be. Yeah, well, I, th- I think performances. You know, <laughs> I think that's what he's going to be talking about. I think he's talking about the performances. I sort of got the impression win. he meant other than that as well. You know, whether outside it was of the way things were. Yeah, I don't know. I can. Yeah, it would be speculating, but off the pitch, basically. What are you speculating? That they tell us. Tell us well, what you're thinking. I, you think. You, know, you guys know more than me. I, I genuinely, I'm, I'm yeah. not. I don't have an idea, but whether that is man management, whether yeah. it's the, the way that a manager fits into the club, the way he operates, things, I genuinely don't know. But I, I got the impression that he had something on his mind off the pitch. What becomes difficult, um, and I'm not saying this is the case, I remember at Leighton Orient when there was was a takeover, and you've got boys on old contracts, and you've got boys on new contracts after the monies came in, and that creates its own divide. So if you're winning games of football, these things are probably forgotten about. But when you're not winning games of football... And I look across the dressing room and somebody's getting paid twice as much as me or three times as much as me and not performing on the pitch and not passionate about the club the same way I am. That can create problems. I'm not saying that happened at Hibs, but that's happened at you know at other clubs that mm. I've been at. So, Right, OK, let's see how we get on with this teaser then. We're looking for the last 10 players to have played for Rangers and play in the Bundesliga. You're doing all right because I'm mm. helping you. Leon Balogun, Stefan Kloss, Cedric Eaton. Christian Nerlinger. Brilliant Yeah, yeah well done Dortmund Where did he come from? Oh you're going to be Yeah uh, Well he played for Bayern Munich And Borussia Dortmund Will well I have an extra bonus? No Right I am, I'm under a wee bit of pressure here Already? Yeah. Yeah. No so am I I'm under huge pressure There is a current Rangers player Who has previously been on loan In the Bundesliga But you probably just didn't know that he, That maybe passed you Does by Does he play with the first team Or mostly bench? Oh no the first team All the time Oh Hold on a minute The club he came from you Barisic know, No The club he came from You know all about them And you know that's where he came from And they're very famous But he also had a, a loan spell in Germany Tamina Nope Barisic Nope No Morelos He never He never played <laughs> Yes Ken Ryan Kent You didn't know that oh, oh, You do your research <laughs> 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 Where about Germany? Freiburg, apparently. I'm, I'm, I'm googling that. <laughs> well, you're one gig of data. We'll get the rest of the answers, and it's a good time for you to call. You could be up next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard But there is still time for you to get in touch on the phones Or on Twitter um, You can also email as well Just adding to the contact list Fulltime at Clyde1.com If you want to send a question And that's what Evan did tonight Thank you to Evan Who wants the last 10 players to play for Rangers and play in the Bundesliga. You've got Leon Balligan, Ryan Kent, Cedric oh. Eaton, Stefan Kloss, <coughs> and Christian Nerlinger. Did you get any during yeah, the break? You get two. Go Marvin on. got one, didn't you? Lovenkrantz. Well done, Peter Lovenkrantz, Schalke, Gordon, Craig Moore, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Well done. Okay, so where are we? One, two. We'll be struggling very. Three shortly. to get. Is mm, it? Yeah, round seven. I would say no chance. One of them, maybe. Mm, yeah, I don't, I'm not giving you much much hope. 
If I'm being honest I, I, There's an American one in there I can't remember his name Okay I'll actually Midfield admit player that What about Flow? Correct No No uh, Midland Park No Was he not? Mm. You sure? Yes Left winger? Yeah it's closer Okay Anywhere in the H Think in H in the pitch Left side <laughs> Right, so I'll run through the Americans. It's not Edu, it's no, not uh, Boca Negra, it's not Reina. Who was the other American? That's what you need to answer me. Oh, I really can't help. No. Oh, I know, I know. Right, okay, we'll get back Where's to Where's Wilson when you need him? <laughs> Andy, do you know the answer to that? No, no, yet, no, no, yeah. Because I really would do that. I hate to help them out, but they're really floundering here. So I uh, thought maybe I would, I would offer it. What's your point tonight, Andy? Hi guys, how are you, how are you doing, Ori? I'm just, uh, I was good to, last, I'm trying to go on during the week there, but the SPFL moving the Rangers game to give you guys a wee bit of help. And, and I'm hoping now that that's going to be a wee kind of signal now that they might be helping other Scottish clubs as well, you know what I mean? Because we, we'll take all the help we can now, you know, especially when we're in the semi final. So I'm just hoping now that they're going to maybe go, right, we'll. we'll this is what we're going to try and do now Help Scottish clubs When they get to The last stage of European tournaments Yeah what did you make of that Marvin There was so much scepticism We discussed it on Saturday's show And everyone was like That'll not happen Scottish football You must be joking Won't happen All of a sudden Why would yeah, A bit late in the day But Relatively minimal fuss It's happened Yeah I thought it was going to happen I, I couldn't see ah, why, see, why it wouldn't not, We're bitter and twisted up here Yeah but they're flying the flag for the whole country at this moment in time. I, I, Forget I, about I, rivalries. I they're, they're a Scottish team in the semi-finals. So whatever you needed to do, I'm sure like Motherwell had no objection to it. You know, the league wouldn't have, mm-hmm. Sky Sports wouldn't have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I expected it to happen. And and like uh, Andy says there, you know, going so forward, innocent, isn't he? I, th- I do Not think if we can help enough. teams. <laughs> we can help teams. You know, when they get to latter stages of, of competitions, big competitions, and of course, move the games. Yeah. yeah, of of course it is. Um, I I do. I said in Tuesday night. I don't care where it's Rangers, Celtic, Livingston, Hearts. Anyway, if we can help our teams in Europe, and especially at this really vital point stage of the semi-finals, then of course we should help. And uh, I'm just delighted that people have stepped in, and it's it's the Saturday gives them the extra mm. day. Um, you know, I just think it's a way forward. Motherwell's leading by example all over the place. I don't think there was any problems there with a lot of clubs going. I think most clubs would have probably nah, been the same. But we've we're, been we're charitable. Some countries have actually moved like entire fixtures, though, haven't they? They've yeah. given the teams like weekends off, so mm. we can move it in a day. It's nothing. You just don't tend to do that um, in, in times gone by. Mm-hmm. Do you think it makes a difference, Andy? Is it just about at least trying? You know, it's one day. I, I, I don't know. Marvin probably knows more about the. The sports science side of it, do you think that makes a difference? Oh, I definitely think so. And plus, it gives any players maybe a wee niggle, you know, an extra day to recover. I mean, I've still not heard any news about Rangers how, how many players have got injured or back for the last game we played there against Celtic. But, you know, no, we'll take anything, any help we can get for any team, I will definitely take it. I think a day, like I say, is it just, it's better than nothing. It's pretty much when you looked at the remaining fixtures. That was all that was really going to be possible. You know, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't move that Celtic game. The the Leipzig games are set in stone. The Scottish Cup's hardly going to move. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, the, the day definitely for me. You know, any help the, the longer between games, the, the fresher you feel going into them. I don't think it's rocket science. Um, I think mentally as well. 
you know, I think it makes a massive, massive difference. And it might give Jay the opportunity after the game on a Saturday to give the boys actual Sunday off. Spend it at home with your families. And then Monday we go again. Um, so, yeah, for me, it was, it was a no-brainer. And I'm glad they've done it. There we go. Andy, thank you very much for taking the time. 01419511025. Anyone want to hear from Mark McGee? Yeah, I do. I want to hear that. Well, he's been speaking today. He's been explaining why he's going on a diet and turning off his heating ahead of this weekend's match against St. Johnson. He thinks it will make him feel more entitled to get a good result. Out of the blue, I just decided I wasn't going to use the heating, and I said that. Um, and I've done that. And uh, there's, a, there's a little diet that actually Leslie Strachan gave me some time ago, uh, Gordon's wife, and uh, I've done it before and it works. So um, I decided uh, to show that discipline this week. I was going to do that. And what will happen with that, and I hope this is the sort of thing the players will understand, is that when I arrive at the game for Saturday, having made these little sacrifices, I'll, I'll, I'll feel slightly more entitled to, to, to get a good result. You know what I mean? I feel as if I've done something about it for myself and therefore, you know, a little bit more ready for it. As we can see, the weather's not too bad, to be fair. Have you survived? Not to put it's not been too on? cold, and to be fair, that's... Uh, I don't know if it had been frost in the windows where I could have done without the heating, but it's been absolutely fine. The the glorious uh, East Coast Riviera here and uh, Broughty Ferry and Dundee's nice place to live. I'd like to see Marvin Bartlett go without sleep for a week in the lead up to a game. <laughs> no chance. You're the most laid back guy I've ever met. I can already tell you love sleeping, resting. Yep. I think you Napping. should do that. Yep. And the build up to Livy's next crunch game, a week without sleep. <laughs> Had a week after the Motherwell game without sleep because of what your boys did. So yeah, I've already done that. That interview's different. Different, different yeah, one yep. word for it. Um she, 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 uh-huh. I'm a, a, a Dundee fan, and he's saying, Well, I can use a bit of these sacrifices to get a result. I'd be thinking, No, go and work in the training ground mm. and prepare oh, the team know, to get a result. But I, I'm going to really struggle because I've never had to try and put a case forward for turning off your heating and, and eating less. Oh, I've never done le- it before. Eating less, I'm all for. Well, I, I think you've got to look after yourself, feel healthy. When are you going to start? I don't eat, start. I'm in. <laughs> Great condition For a young man Great condition Just at least out my head as To at least try and explore Right Because all this has been met with Is cynicism And and I get it Right So I'm, I'm just trying is, is there any harm in it You know Just I can't I'm trying I don't no, understand I, don't I just to. don't understand it I, I, I don't get it Well like that That explanation I thought You know earlier in the week More along the lines of Every time then you feel cold or you feel hungry, your focus then shifts back to the game because it's like, why, why am I doing this? But your focus is better um, if you're full. If you're hungry, then your focus yeah. but it's dwindles. A, it's a Leslie Strachan diet fo- anyway. It might not be full hunger. My, my focus is on the fridge mm. when I'm feeling like that. <laughs> Mine too. As you can hear, I, I, I did that interview today and I, so I felt slightly guilty when I was driving up. I pulled over for a roll and sausage. Yeah, and, and a snigger. Uh, right, listen, see the end of the day. If Mark McGee is an experienced manager by Very the way, approaching I've, a thousand games, I, I think. I, I, and I've got to say, what a fantastic footballer he was a centre forward. Um, not entirely relevant, but no. But I always give people compliment. You do, yeah, un, un, you, unlike you yourself, do like to build people. you like to just put people down. Um, <laughs> but I've uh, coming out with things like that, I don't think that helps you, and I don't think it helps the players when you're sitting in bottom of the uh, bottom of the league and. You come out and your first statement to them was, "Look, we're not expected to win many games, so get you." You know, motivation is one thing, but come on. See when he wins at the weekend, keeps Dundee Who's up and playing? suffers hypothermia in the process. You 
We'll have Finn an Johnson. apology to make. There, who's what do you mean? Who's he playing? Finn That's Johnson. the whole point. It's the big game at the bottom. They need to win it, really. St Johnston at home, yes. Yeah. There's absolutely no chance he's got to keep Dundee up. No chance. Well, they need. Well, if there is any chance, they need to win at the weekend, don't they? No chance. Yeah, okay, I, I hear you. <laughs> I heard you the first time. <sighs> yeah, they need to. What's, your, thought, what's your thoughts <laughs> on this? No chance. <laughs> 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 no, they do need to win. Yeah. They do need to win. Like, St. Johnson have game. been in better form than, than Dundee, of course. There's not been a great deal in the head to heads of this season. Look, it's not outrageous to suggest they could sneak a win at home to St. Johnson. Yeah, they could. And So, what's happening with the diet? Did that continue? Did you ask him that? Yeah, I wasn't doing my job. I was no, only you actually were. This week. this week, that's it. So, you think the so if they win continues? the game, I think it will continue. If they lose, then they'll go back to Eton. Until the end yeah. of the season. Yeah, it could be healthier for them to lose. Yeah, don't, don't worry. 21st of May will be four stone over it. He'll be back He'll be back on his eating plan So cynical Mark I'm sorry if you're listening These two are very Very cynical I'm only kidding on I wish him all the best Nice guy man Yeah me too And if he's got the answer To these questions He could just Help us out Well he played in Germany There you go yeah, he did. And he doesn't qualify yeah, but he's for Aberdeen. Uh, Milo says that Reina played for Wolfsburg. Mate, I know, I know Milo, but remember, this is in order of the last 10 to play for Rangers, so that probably rules him out. So you've got Leon Balligan, Ryan Kent, Cedric Eaton, Stefan Kloss, Craig Moore, Peter Lovenkrantz, Christian Nerlinger. What other can, former uh, Rangers players have played in the Bundesliga? The wee American, uh, he played in the left hand side. Oh, he's a wee American yeah, now, right? Okay. I, I, I'm sure it's, his name starts with a B, am I correct? Yeah, that'll do. Ba- Bayo, Bayo, do, 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 no. no, 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 that you're getting worse. Uh, Bayoda, um, <laughs> <laughs> am I getting near that? Absolutely not. What position did the other players yeah. play in? Can we have that clue? Uh, one was a Greek centre half. Um, you, you're uh, going to butcher this name as well, aren't you? I know. I'm, I'm going to attempt. He's doing the long hair. Long hair, yeah. yeah. Played for Liverpool. Yes, Cali. Played for Liverpool. Yes, yeah. Greek. That's close enough. or something. Do you know what? I'll give you that, Kyriakos. Kyriakos, that's it. Oh, come on. Well done. Quick, quick, quick. The American winger played for Hanover. Does it start with Yeah. Who else did he play for? Demarcus Beasley I need to put you Oh he was rapid by the way I remember him And the last one Is another Freiburg (laughs) Like do you know what You just won't get this I think he was Give us the clue I don't know enough about him HN I think he was Tunisian Maybe Uh, And I know what I know you don't. I bet I you don't do. get it. I'm sorry if don't he's give not more clues. I bet you don't close, get it. Though. No, HM uh, meant me, 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 he. What? Or my, oh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> <Say> my either. Hamid <laughs> um, Namuchi. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, Marvin and Gordon. Back at six tomorrow with Hugh Evans and Tony Watt. Callum's up next.